Evening everyone, I'm on my way into, uh, into York Station. Uh, why? Uh, well, because uh, firstly I need to provide you a pre-record rail matter because right at this very moment I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the US. You, you, I mean, I'm with Roz and Liam having shenanigans in, in and around um, the, uh, the northeast uh, of uh, the USA. But also because um, I need to have a train journey today for, across a rather strange segment of the country. Um, and uh, indeed from York, here in York, where I'm in York, it's pretty busy, um, York to Mansfield. Famous Mansfield. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Uh, well, I'm doing it because I need to pick up the new car, uh, which we've, we've just got, which we'll, I will talk about momentarily. Uh, we're the, the smart seeing its demise. Um, not enough seats for, you know, little people. 1407, no, that's not the right one. I need to get a train to Redford. Anyway, um, enough of my waffling. Uh, just, while I'm stood here, in fact, with the, with the wonderful sort of vaulted arch, Lovely, well, it's not vaulted arches, it's just the grand sort of curved station of, uh, of York, uh, the roof uh, at York Station. There's the big clock, and um, I've got 20 minutes until my train, uh, so I'm going to bid you a, a welcome uh, to tonight's rail matter. <laughs> As the InterCity 225 fades away, it's all kicking off in York Station. I just walked past Ian Prosser. Uh, a Lumo service just whizzed through over there. Oh, there's a Lumo. And behind me is a GBRF66 full of sand. There's uh, a rake of coalfish is full of sand. And a Northern 170, it's all kicking off. Anyway, um, I'll use this brief moment while I'm here with this um, big hello GBR, lovely chums at GBRF there, um, use the opportunity to walk along this chunky train, this chunky train, um, make my way to the actual train I need to get onto, and talk about, oh, it's got oleo buffers, these wagons, coalfish, yeah, full of sand, lovely. Anyway, what am I on about? What are the reasons that you're joining me? Well, firstly, you're joining me, uh, oh, also, look, behind, look it's, it's uh, rail alphabet too. There's quite a bit of it around there. It's still slowly converting the station. Anyway, I'm waffling because. Today, um, you're going to be joining me on a journey from York to Mansfield for a variety of reasons. One, um, just a general survey of how the. Uh, and I found number one is because I need some. I need a quick novel out on the out and about episode uh, for you lot while I'm away. <laughs> number one, and I thought you know what, you can join me on my little trip to Mansfield. Number two, let's see how the rail network's doing on our way down. The, the, the network's in a shambles, but let's just experience what it's still like for people hopping on a few services. We're travelling with three talks: LNER, Northern, and East Midlands today. I think to get to Mansfield, including bits on the old Great Central and all sorts. It's quite quite the journey. Um, then we will be. So that's a, a content journey, talk about HS2's Eastern Leg a little bit because this is a journey that will be made a lot easier by the existence of that. Chain, getting the tra direct train to East Midland hub, not a stupid parkway, old bloody parkway station. Getting to the hub and then whizzing out to Mansfield will be much easier um, than what I'm going to have to do now. This is a 2 hour 40 journey minimum uh, to get where I'm going, so it's a long old trip. 
Um, and then, uh, what's the fourth thing? Oh yeah, talking a little bit about carbon emissions and car choices since I'm doing this whole journey, this whole rail journey is being done so that I can um, get a new car. Well, not new, second hand, but uh, anyway, that's the point of it all. So, so that's what we're going to be doing. So you're going to join me on this little adventure. I always say it's going to be a short one, but I really do think this is going to be a short one. It's, it's going to be quick to edit together. And, um, and also there's only so much of just my face and sound effects that you can cope with. Anyway, let's hop on a train, shall we? Press the button. I don't have my widget today, which means that I'm uh, recording using this thing. Uh, but also, I'm holding the phone directly, which is, is not so good. I'm going to this a totally empty coach. I suppose we've still got 10 minutes before we depart. It's very quiet in here. <laughs> yes, so first train LNER. We're changing Retford and Worksop, I think, are the two places we're changing. This is the middle of the day train 1402, 1402, 1403 departure out of York. So it's quite quiet. Well, I say it's quite quiet. Quite a few people have just helped someone on their buggy off the train. Don't don't need to hold this one. Oh, because you know, no level boarding, hopeless. So that coach is full. The one I'm just just walked through is empty. A bit weird. Anyway, reservations. This bit will be quick-ish. Yeah, oh. The train will be calling at Doncaster, Retford, Newark, Northgate, Grantham, Peterborough, Stevenage, and London Kings Cross. My name is Jodie, your train manager on board this service. Yeah, we're, 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 we're going. We're going to be going. Um, we're going to move. We'll go through Colton Junction. I'll get very excitable. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to get some work done. Into Retford. Yeah, it's funny we just just kind of sat at Doncaster. This train got pulled over into a into the slow siding. It's actually pulled into a siding to let a Grand Central whiz through at full speed. So we'll just miss and see. Uh, oh yeah, I look. Just abandoned the fast lines going into Retford. Anyway, um, which is quite interesting because it'll relate to the thing that I'm going to talk about. We're not in Retford very long. I think like five minutes change. I need to hop into platform three to get the train to work. So, but um. Yeah, it's interesting thinking about congestion on the East Coast Mainline, just reading C61, you know, Mark's little thread on Lumo and, and LNER and how much of the market share is now dominated by rail between London and Edinburgh on the East Coast, which is which is cool, up to 50 plus percent. Partly though, that's less about rail increasing share and more about the airlines not not pulling passengers back, but it's good news in any case. But it's absolutely relevant to congestion on the East Coast Mainline. And something that you know, the, the East Coast Mainline is full. <laughs> it's it's full, and the only way we get more long-distance, non-stop services on this line, as the IRP was proposing, is by sacrificing this, the, the trains like the one I'm on now that's stopping at Redford, which is bad. Uh, open that door. Pop out. Anyway, here we are, Redford. 
Uh, we're now, oh yeah, platform three. Oh yeah, that's fine. I've never caught a train for platform three. Thanks, Alan Yara. Um, Bedford Station, it's a, it's a classic, very familiar looking East Coast, uh, kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the sandy brick and the nice metalwork. It's all very familiar looking to this, this, this part of the country, this, this railway line. Yeah, look, this is nice. Last time I was here, actually, I was filming for LNER. Uh, I was filming, doing some doing some stuff for David Horn, talking about the near flat crossing, which they ended up not using because it was a bit too, a bit too track heavy. Yeah, look, it's like the days of old. Look, they've got pictures of steam trains and yeah, behind us too. Isn't that nice? Just some nice, nice bit of local history there yeah, for everyone. We're going down this way to get onto this is. So is this ramp? This feels very. This feels new. I don't remember it being like this when I walked down. Um, when I walked down here last time, there's a sign using the East Coast typeface, which is quite funny. Yes. Anyway, we're heading down to platform three to get a train over to Worksop. Um, that that LNAR service is going to whiz past behind us. Does that mean they've got rid of the steps? I wonder. This is. I mean, this is quite substantial. Yeah, there's, there's a train disappearing off our little LNAR service. To take me down from York. It's a glorious day. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know what, I, I just don't know what weather's like now. It's 7 p.m. on a Wednesday in a, a week and a half's time. There we are. Platform three. Platform three to Workshop Sheffield and Meadow Hall. Platform four to Gainsborough and Lincoln. It's very clear. Uh, new signage, but not in RA2. Retford, unlike Newark, which for reasons that are in that short video, that's on YouTube, you can go and find it. Just search me and Newark Flight Crossing. For, for reasons, <laughs> um, you, you you can dive under Retford, and indeed they did, they built a dive under, British Rail built a dive under to get rid of the flat crossing at Retford. Um, it's nice to have you along uh, for this little journey. Everyone in the chat, hello. Uh, we're about to cross cross bridge. Oh, there's people in orange down here still working on bits, but they don't know what they're doing very much to be honest. But anyway, um, what's quite nice is you can see, it's follow behind me, you can see there's the East Coast Main Line down there are the uh, the lines going from, what is it, like uh, Gainsborough, Lincoln Way, so it's Lincoln over towards Sheffield. Is it Lincoln-Sheffield? Is that the actual route? I think it is, isn't it? Is this the, for this is the former, well this isn't because it was built by, the, the original route was more, uh, which direction was it? I'm trying to think which direction, it was more sort of the other way, but anyway this used to be a straight line and then they kicked it away to, to do the, the dive under. Um, in any case, uh, Great Central, former Great Central Railway, right? I think. There'll be an orange thing beeping, saying whether I'm correct or, or whether I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, the little foot crossing, little barrel crossing there. Thankfully, no one has to use anymore. Bridge 303A on ECM1. There's a nice LNR service going past that direction, isn't that nice? I've hopped down here. Uh, you can very much see. Uh, Firstly, the most French-looking bridge marking I've ever seen in my life. That's so French-looking. <laughs> Secondly, uh, you can see the you can see the vertical line. You can see the, the tracks kind of climbing back up from the dive under. Um, one thing I will say, as our my train is pulling in over here, oh, it's a one five eight, friendly one five eight. Um, there is very little headroom to get wires through here. Eventually, we're getting on a train to workshop which I presume is this one. It's a northern service. It's a northern 158. There it is. 158 looking 15880. If I get on this train and it's the wrong one, then we're stuffed. But I, I don't think the train goes anywhere else, to be honest. So we're hopping on. 
and see what happens. This one's very much for the uh, audio-only people, really, because at the moment it's just not, it's not a, large, a large face. Service elites? Yeah, that's right. Ah, oh, 158. Familiar fare. Love these things. I mean, they're hopeless for accessibility. They're very narrow. This one's very, they've been even had the refurb and they've painted everything for a nice smart white, but it's still very tired. Vigorous VR vibes in here. <laughs> Unavoidably. Anyway, built in Derby. They've done the network proud, I think, the 158s, given that they were like the crack, they were the crack expresses for a while, uh, or were seen as such. Not so much anymore. Anyway, what was I waffling on about? So I've hopped on, hopped on here. Uh, we talked a bit about um, HS2, the fact that the eastern leg is critical, given that there's all this you know, additional desired traffic on the East Coast mainline. But if we're going to run more local services through stations like Redford that, that don't get enough services, frankly, if I, I was hoping to stand up on the station for a bit longer to experience the trains go through without stopping, of which there are far too many. Um, the issue with that sort of thing is that you don't, it's, it's the local services that then connect to the long distance services that are useful. Long distance services on their own aren't good enough. You need to have the connecting services, connecting local services. Obviously, the integrated rail plan was bunkum, but absolutely prioritised those long distance services. And actually, explicitly within the IRP, it sacrificed service to, to places like Redford. I think Redford lost its north facing service, like, other than to Doncaster, you couldn't get to, like, they lost all the York services. So, yeah, not very good. Um, Moment of truth. Well, the next stop is Workshop, actually. Oh, there we go. I've never done this bit of railway. It's brand new. You get to experience my the delight in my eyes as I do a brand new bit of railway. Let's see. Not really, not really much for to film out here. Should I go in the middle? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. What's, what's, what exciting is out this window? Other than the jackets mind the gap sensor. Not very much, really. I'll tell you all about it when I arrive in workshop. <laughs> well, that was nice, but um, very brief. <laughs> very brief indeed. We're, we're going to workshop. I think we're arriving into workshop station as it is. That was a lovely bit of railway. Very nice. Um, I'm just next to the loop, which is a bit weird. Yeah, let's see. It's quite busy. Alright, yeah, got there eventually. Um, there we go, that was that. Uh, lots of people wondering what the hell I'm doing. There's, yeah, here we are, workshop station. Very much on the threshold between uh, the north and the Midlands here, like on the edge of Yorkshire and the East Midlands. Uh, satisfying straight bit of railway in this direction. If I stand here in front of this train, well, like I said, you can see that. Maybe if I need to come out a little bit further and stand. This is with his workshop. This is quite nice, isn't it? Workshop. It's got some TLC painted the ish. Okay, the paint's fading a little bit, but um, clearly wants a bigger station. I'm stood on. In fact, both of these platforms appear to have been largely reconstructed. But the, 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 the actual station shed, it's very nice. Look at that. That's very nice. That's really quite a nice station. If I stand here, I'm going to stand on the edge. 
the train's going to go, but you can see the straight line of the track behind me just disappearing off into the distance. I stand here, you can sort of see it better behind the signal. Uh, and there's a 158 vertical past. Uh, going this way. A cheerful looking driver, a little way. Another job. Thanks, Northern. Train, going that way. Another 158. <laughs> um, this is very nice, isn't it? Looks like the sort of thing I'd find in Aberdeenshire. You know, it looks like um, it's more like granite than limestone. Anyway, oh, they've got the, they've got RA2 off on them for the workshop name, not on the platform numbers though. But anyway, Double Arrow would have words to say about this. The way they've centered it on the the text, they've centered the text on the based on the impact, not the drop height. So it doesn't look quite doesn't look quite right. Anyway. Um, they're still at the old northern way outside, so they still haven't really done much to replace it. But anyway, I'm going to walk this way, not, not just so you can see this lovely station bridge, also, more importantly, the sign for the public bar. Gateway to the Dukeries, apparently, is works up there, public bar. <laughs> but also because, for a variety of fetching things, this station bridge behind me, which is hopelessly inaccessible, but it's a classic lattice, lightweight station footbridge, it's quite nice. Um, but also because if I go this way, there's a signal box. <laughs> there's a signal box. Also, this enormous wood painted wooden sign with a full stop. Look, look there's the workshop. Look. Workshop. This, this can be the uh, workshop. It's very nice, isn't it? <laughs> well, I stand this way and go, look, look. the signal box. It's very fetching, isn't it? Look at that. Oh, it's a classic, there's a level crossing station, signal box, it's straight out of your Hornby set. Uh, yeah, both these platforms appear to have been reconstructed and, and it looks like there was more railway around here. There definitely would have been like the goods yard over there and various bits and pieces around. But in terms of what the rail network's looking like, well, we've not had any, you know, I was looking at the train services. Um, I just I just use Google to find what the quickest train journey was, as I normally do for train planning. I just go on Google and search what the quickest connection is, which doesn't always pick up cancellations, particularly at the moment. So it's a bit it's it's risky, uh, especially across the Pennines with TPE having their service completely obliterated. But but so I followed that, which was what was it two, three minutes past two from York, got into Retford, got a five minute change, hopped onto the workshop train. Now here for half an hour, we'll hop. So it's a bit of a rubbish change. Hop on the train. This is why local services are important as well, because more frequency means that changes become less of a problem. Half an hour change is quite a chunk out of the day. Um, you know, I'll fold my laptop out and get on with things, but that's, you know, it's quite a chunk out of the day. Anyway, um, then it's the train down, how long is this? It's like a 40 minute service down to, no, maybe not even that long, down to towards Nottingham, hopping off at Mansfield. Um, that's the plan. But it's, it's run fine. The LNR service is fine, a little bit sort of put in a siding to let the... the, the uh, the GC service was through. That northern service is absolutely fine, pretty busy. What else have we got left? We've got, we'll see how this one is, but this all seems fine. There is a lot of the rail network is kind of running okay, um, all things considered, which is possibly why we're still seeing ridership. Okay, there's that, remember that last, last week we were looking at that macro trend of that potentially things dropping. You can sort of see if you get rid of all the noise, there's that drop. I've just been watching the lights of a, of a train approaching for absolutely ages. Probably it's a straight line for about, what, three or four miles. <laughs> I wonder what's going to pull in. It looks like it could be a, kind of hard to tell. Is it a 170 or something? Anyway, we'll find out momentarily. Oh no, it's a 195. Of course it's a 195. It didn't have a gangway. I could just about see the lights. Anyway, it's absolutely silent here, so I'm going to leave you to it.
well, uh, from from express sprinter to super sprinter because we're getting one of these. <laughs> this is the EMR one fifty six, which we're hopping on to uh, go to Mansfield. Somewhat a anticlimactic service, but you know, two car. Well, we were on a two car one five eight. We saw a two car one nine five, and now it's a two car one five six. And by the way, there's there's a reason why uh, you can see it just over the top. Uh, little little stacks, chimney stacks poking up. There's a reason I find the the station building here so familiar, and looks like where I grew up in the northeast of Scotland. It's because it was built in the Jacobean style, which is quite similar to lots of the baronial stuff up in Scotland, and I dare say a few of the stations as well. Anyway, it's very nice, isn't it? I wonder if Inverurie Station is in the Jacobean style. Again, I'll, an orange thing will ping here. <laughs> right, let's hop on this train, shall we? Uh, since this is the one going the right direction. Oh, look at this. Glamorous. Anyway, right, enough of that. It's, it's not a hugely busy train, as you can see. Enjoyed a little ride to Mansfield. <laughs> we'll have a little walk around Mansfield and hop on a bus uh, to my final destination. It's a bit bleached. But there's an awful lot of stored units back there. I'm not sure I filmed very well, but there's an enormous number of stored units just, just, <laughs> it just got past. Uh, yeah, coming out of workshop. Um, it's still a lovely day. This train's quite quiet uh, on a number of levels. It's quiet, but everyone's absolutely silent. Uh, also quiet, there's not many people on it. We've just peeled off the main straight line and are aiming, I think now, southwards, or on our way towards southwards, uh, heading into towards well, a few places before we get to Mansfield, like uh, Whitwell, Cresswell, Langwith, Whaley, Thorns, and uh, Shirebrook, Mansfield Woodhouse, and Mansfield. It's on, it's on this, this bit here. Anyway, we're in a bit of a creaky. It's, a, it's one of those 156s, it's definitely like a bit commuty because it, like, it doesn't have separate, it doesn't have gangway doors. So it's all a bit, so it's one of the cheaply made 156s with as little kit in it as possible. Working our way into weaving out, well, not weaving actually, because it's quite a decent mainline alignment. So, you realize this is what's now known as the Robin Hood line. So, uh, previously chopped, now reinstated, or was reinstated, what, 25 years ago or something? Was it more recently? I can't quite remember. It's got a horrible BR ish hybrid logo for the line, but there we are. Beg of scabby choosers. Uh, but the line's very nice. Uh, this train is, I just can't see out the windows, they're just completely, <laughs> it's completely scratched to hell. Um, also, it's quite weird seeing this very bodged in disabled toilet. Like it's it's really small. Uh, it's the same as the one in the 158, which is really small as well. Like kind of half bodged in. Uh, not ideal. There we are. Yeah, look, look at this. There's a Mansfield actually. There's a little market square. It is a market town, Mansfield. It's kind of what it's, well, among other things, famed for. It's a nice 1920s, 1930s building over there. Fetching. Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, look, it's got these out. These are the Robin Hood line arrows, these ones here. This station looks suspiciously, suspiciously Midland. Is it, was, is, was this, because there's lots of Great Central stuff through here, but actually I think the Great Central's lines through Mansfield are over there. 
Thanks, little super sprinter. <laughs> it's going to disappear off towards Nottingham now. Yeah, we're above. Well, I'm not sure. If I look this way, oh, there goes the train. Let's see. Yeah, it's off. Disappearing off into the distance. Cheerio. Um, my instincts, although not particularly well honed, were right. This is indeed a Midland Railway station. 1872, John Hotway Sanders, uh, as in the Midland Railway's kind of iconic architect. Um, the station was open much earlier than that, like in 1850 or 1849. But this is this was built in 1872 uh, by the Midland. So there you go. It's uh, all quite smart. It's a bit, a bit of an anticlimax on this side, but it's fine on the other side. I mean, as, as with a lot of these places, it's a grand... Mansfield, pretty grand town, and, and its station is, you know, nice but petite. This is one of the things that, that sums up the problems of Britain's railways. This is a, a busy corridor of railway lines, uh, or of towns, sorry, busy corridor of towns, and the railway is like a glorified rural railway. Like there should be trains every 15 minutes along here. What? What? Why aren't there? You know, it's not a way to make a, a the rail rail a viable choice. Which is why everything around here is so horribly car dominated in terms of the developments. Um, really quite grim on that front. Anyway, this whole area is post-industrial and most of its kind of heritage is in mining, coal mining, um, uh, which is interesting because the, uh, what, the kind of, what superseded the National Coal Board, which is, why is it, Coal UK or Coal, like UK Coal, something like that, uh, is based in Mansfield. I don't know where the office is, somewhere around here. Anyway, basically, the, the long descendant of uh, the National Coal Board is based here, uh, in Mansfield, uh, appropriately, because we are surrounded by enormous amounts of coal workings. There's a fantastic bit of... There's, there's quite a lot of mining heritage around, not, not least in the kind of the, a few ex-mining railways still not quite gone. I think there's one... I passed under one when we went onto the, the, the old Roman road heading north, the, the old Nottingham to York Roman road, of which mostly is the A1, but partly is the A... Was it the 617, is it? Getting my three number A roads right or possibly wrong. Anyway, you pass under a bit of railway that just goes to nowhere, but it still has railway on it um, uh, that went to a mine. So there's all sorts of chaos around here. If you get uh, rail map online and look at the old, old railway lines, you can see just enormous amounts of railway chaos <laughs> around here. Just huge amounts of lines sprawling in all directions. What's quite nice, you can see the different companies on that map. So it's really clear to see what is the Great Central, which is not this, this is the Midland. The Great Central kind of came through here as well. Um, coming up from Nottingham with a branch. It's a branch that came up through Mansfield and then whizzed off. Um, anyway, right. Uh, Mansfield. I'm going to go and get a bus. <laughs> so I'm down here kind of by the bus station, which is, you know, oh, not that way. So I'm here, look. Bus station. There we are. Um, fair play, it's pretty grand, uh, and, and next to the railway station, so well integrated, but the trouble is, there's not enough frequency of train service for, for it to be properly integrated. So, uh, what's also quite nice is if I just turn around, look behind me, you can see uh, quite a grand bit of uh, railway vibe up action, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad, is it? Very nice, very grand. Yeah, right, I have to cross here, I'll get run by bus, and get either the 27, the 28, or the 29.
Cheers, Aaron. So there we go, that was a bus journey in from uh, the centre of Mansfield. This, 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 I know we're out in the, we're kind of out in the outskirts and this is what, what kind of retail parks and commercial estates all look like in the UK. But um, it's particularly, I think it's particularly bad. When, when, when Dean and I were ironically enough driving our way through because we had to drive on the way down because we were dotting between lots of different places to try out um, alternative vehicles to replace the Wii Smart. Um, which is the last thing I'll say in this episode before I disappear off northwards. But the, the, we were just driving through Mansfield and it's just, everything is just huge car-based development, particularly in the centre of town with the inner ring road and all sorts. Really quite, quite a depressing focus on car development. And here I am, <laughs> surrounded by new cars. Actually, my favourite potential new car that I really want to get, but it just doesn't have the range yet, and it's also very expensive, is a Honda E, which is over there, just for those who know to go. Lots of love for the Honda E. There's one in the bottom corner. Love a Honda E. Anyway, enough of that. Um, the last thing, the last point I make, I don't know what how on earth this episode is going to snarl together, and does it even have a theme? It's just going to be that time Gareth went to Mansfield on the train, uh, which is, I suppose, what, what this is. <laughs> Well, this is admittedly a rather unusual uh, location for, for a rail now to close out in a car. It's not the smart car, it's the new car. It's a panda, uh, which kind of brings to the last segment. Uh, by the way, uh, appropriately, I'm sat, this is, this is where I'm going to close, because over there, behind behind me there, is, uh, that's the, the old Great Central Railway. Uh, it, still, it still runs, it's the line to Lincoln. Um, I think it's still extant, Mansfield-Lincoln. I, I don't know what uses it. I, the nerds out there, everyone in the chat, say who's using it. Anyway, I have no idea what this episode is going to look like, but I'm going to close out on a point about um, electric cars, and which lots of you have seen on Twitter before, about electric cars and, and second-hand cars, and what the best thing to do for the for the future is, given, you know, if you have to have a car, if you need a car. The final point is, uh, it's interesting, because today a lot of people were sharing my old thread from the 1st of January about the smart car and about like using an EV versus driving, the, you know, continue to run the smart car. What All the work that I did, some analysis in that, you know, very basic calcs, but it can be basic. They don't need to be over-scientific. You can do the calcs quite easily based on, um, you know, what the embodied emissions are for, um, for, for building a car, what the uh, tailpipe emissions are, but what the well to tank emissions are as well, you've got to consider those too. And then versus the, the, the generation of the, you know, what is largely emissions-free generation of electricity, although it's not so much the case in the UK because we have a pretty, the emissions density of our electricity is not great, even worse at the moment. Anyway, that's all waffle. The point being, the best thing you can possibly do still, because of how much embodied carbon it takes to, to build a new car, is to either keep your car, ideally keep your car running as long as you possibly can, or buy a second-hand car, which is exactly what we've done. We've got a second-hand car. Uh, second-hand from 2015. It's had two previous owners, so further amelioration of the carbon, the, the embodied carbon there. Um, yeah, uh, and there, there are lots of calculations. Like, Don't get me wrong, EVs are clearly the future for cars, but um, as lots of people in Serbia have found out recently, the electric cars are they come with a horrendous horrendous cost to the environment the the the, the mines to dig lithium out of the ground are a an enormous blight on the planet and it's not that you know 
yes, we will still need to have batteries. EVs are the future, but we need to reduce the number of cars on the road. The way you do that is by not buying new cars all the time. It's by using second-hand cars and continue to use the cars that we have as long as we possibly can. Um, so anyway, that's my last point. This has been a, an adventure from York to Mansfield, and indeed, uh, in this case, kind of partway back north again to York because I'm having to drive our new car back to York. I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. I'm on holiday at the moment in, in, in your timeline. I'm in the US, as I said at the start. I've no idea what this is going to look like, but hopefully it's something interesting. Um, uh, thoughts in the Discord? Shout at me in the Discord. I don't know. Do, do as you normally will. I don't know how long this episode will be. Maybe it's a short... Maybe it will be a short one. Maybe it really will be a short episode. I'm going to have to clip out all my waffling to try and keep it tight. Anyway, enough of that. Thank you to all those listening. I've caught up with audio only. Uh, thanks to all of you listening. The reason, by the way, everyone, the reason we've not had so many guests of late or any guests of late is because OBS broke Skype. Uh, the connection to Skype was broken. I think I've now fixed it, which means we can start having guests again. But I really apologise for not having guests. You've had to deal with my stupid face without anyone informed coming on for ages. But that'll be fixed. We've got guests coming in. So also the people who wanted to be joining as guests who've been waiting. Sorry to you. OBS broke. I have had to push things back. So there'll be guests. But anyway, uh, we're up to date in audio-only up uh, up uploads, I think. Podcast uploads. As long as I upload Wednesday's one, last week, this week for me, last week for you. Hopefully that's uploaded, but it might not. Anyway, it's going to be hectic on Wednesday. Audio-only, thank you. Uh, Patreon.com slash Gareth Dennis to support this happening, more of this happening. Maybe not more of this. This is chaos, but better episodes. (laughs) Makes sense. That have a purpose. Also, the the the, the Discord, garethennis.co.uk slash Discord um, for the, the Discord server, more of the YouTube chat happening in the corner. Uh, and paypal.me slash garethennis if you just want to throw abuse at me, which might happen a lot. That might, that might happen a lot. Also, a lot of people have been throwing... Interesting, I still have a coffee page, a coffee, coffee and Anne page, um, where people have been sending me a lot of money since my thread about track gauge went viral again, only because I plugged it a lot on Twitter when that stupid track gauge... Another plagiarised version of the, the, the track gauge thread, Twitter thread, did the rounds on Twitter a, a week or two ago. And so people have been finding my old coffee page, which I tried to destroy, but it's not possible. It's still there. So I think those pennies arrived somewhere. I need to work that out. Anyway, that's me waffling. Next week, uh, I will be back in real life. And uh, there will be an episode of some kind on my return. I don't know what it'll be, but I will tell you right now, future Gareth, what is it? We're going through the RAIB report on the Dalwini derailment. That time we derailed an HST twice. It's as simple as that. Classic page turn. Pass, Gareth. Go. That's, that's, that's all from me. You've, you've been a wonderful audience. This has been rubbish. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know. New York to Mansfield. I had a little travel on a train. Train sound effects. The, 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 what, what, what did we learn? We learned, uh, we learned that uh, the train network is still functioning. Lots, you know, lots of people take the train. Some bits of it are busy. We learned that you know we should be having much more suburban dense, rail density in places like Mansfield, and also that we need on, on the East Coast Main Line as well. You know, we need HS2 to enable this sort of stuff. Uh, we learned that there's too much car oriented development, particularly in places like Mansfield, that feel a little bit forgotten. To be honest, there's a bit. There's a former market town, proud mining history. It feels a bit grim. Um, also, there's the headquarters of, the, of what's remains of the NCB, which is now, I think, UK coal. What, what's, what's, what's the fourth thing? Um, yes, EVs are the future cars, but cars aren't the future travel. And if you want to minimise your carbon footprint from having a car, get a second-hand one, or even better than that, just keep your current car running as long as you possibly can. Um, yeah, th- those, are the, those are the things. Uh, and, and fifthly, have a lovely time until I see you uh, next week. Um, cheerio, everyone. Cheerio.
fine East Anglian barley like this that helps make Mansfield bitter such a glorious pint.